welcome to Catholic Stuff You Should Know, a J10 initiative. All right, we're recording, so <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Hey, I'm Father Mike. <laughs> I'm in the mountains. Jake Machado. And Father John, and we are sitting in an unbelievable spot, yeah. right on the Caro Trail. Rocky well, Mountain Sanctuary. Rocky Mountain Sanctuary. Twelve, just uh, about twelve thousand two hundred feet is our camp tonight. We're at the base of uh, San Luis Peak in southwestern Colorado. Are these actually called the Oregon Pipes? Yeah. So we had mass here on the side of San Luis, and on the far side of the valley is Oregon Mountain, because oh. this mountain we're looking at is uh, the sun's setting on it right now. We're just in. This is glorious. This is a paradise. Did you, uh, okay, I'm looking across. There's like rock slide shoots. Um, have you ever been to the Sagrada Familia? Did you ever go in there? Barcelona. Uh, I, I was there. not yeah. inside. I saw it from a distance okay. as we were driving out they of Barcelona. They have like weird sort of natural forms like that. They tried to look like caves and rocks and trees, I think. It is uh, beautiful. Beautiful. Father John's been on this trail for a long time, and uh, we're hoping to give a little reflection on trail life and pilgrimage and I don't know what else. Yeah, it's good to have these guys with us. This is uh, I've been on the trail for 23 days with uh, three other guys. We are through hiking the Caro Trail, which is a 486-mile trail that starts southwest of Denver in Waterton Canyon and ends in Durango in the middle of nowhere, um, and it traverses five different ranges goes through all these wilderness areas and uh we've had different guys coming on different days we had a break day in crested butte and then um father mike and jacob jumped on we got a bunch of guys down there below we're just above camp right now yeah before you get too impressed with father mike's story me and our father john's story me and father mike have been hiking two days yeah boy. so they're big I days though i am broken <laughs> <laughs> i'm taking the uh the early exit at segment 21 they're doing one more segment before uh, ending this this segment here. I have my sh- my traps right now are screaming. Yeah. <laughs> my feet are like they say bo- dogs are barking. I got blisters. My stomach is um, unsettled. <laughs> my face feels like it's been sitting in brine. You remember that sea sea bass you like from Rome? Yeah. <laughs> like that salt bath. You're looking like your face is just covered in salt. <laughs> just slice me up. Of salt. I wasn't wearing a hat today, and so when it got really hot, I had sweat dripping off of my eyebrows into my sunglasses and then dripping off the bottom. That's impressive. <laughs> Dude, I do wonder. I think feeling exposed makes me feel alive. Yeah. Vulnerable, you know? We yeah. talk about vulnerable, but things like... I don't know how I'm doing right now. Like, I don't know how far I'm going to keep going. Or like yesterday we were in this kind of thunderstorm. It was a kind of... We a- got hammered. <laughs> so we were kind of... Oh, really? We got totally nailed in that thunderstorm. Okay, and that lightning, wasn't, that lightning was, wasn't too far away. Once I played golf with Dick Rapp, my dad, and we were in the tournament and Book was with us. And uh, he... Uh, there's lightning all around us and everybody's like the horns going off and everybody in the, getting in their carts and zooming to safety. And my dad's like, where are you going? Where are you going? And we were like, there's lightning, dad. Oh, come on. Let's finish these holes. I, I think of that yesterday. I was like, all right, you know, harness the spirit of your father. There is no fear of lightning. It's just light in the sky. I like fireworks. I like lightning. 
I think we're probably in one of the most remote parts of the United States. Really? I had been told that Lake City, so we're hiking. If you're looking at a map, we're uh, in the middle of the backcountry here, north of Creed, Colorado. We're finishing tomorrow at Lake City. And I was told, I don't know if this is true, that Lake City is the most remote town in the Continental 48. It's out there. You got to want to go there. Even though it's very popular and it has a lot of people go and visit? Well, just in terms of distance from another town. And there's no post office there? It's not a town? It's a town. Most remote town, I think. I see. Okay. So that would put us... I mean, we're really... Am I going to get there? Am I going to get there? No. You're going to get there. You better get there. Okay, great. Yeah. Yes, I am. Because we got a big day tomorrow. See you in Lake City. We're starting at one thirty. You're starting at three thirty. Yeah. We're gonna do the peak, and then we get a big, big old day tomorrow. We're, it's crazy. We're we're at the base of this mountain. We got to go over the saddle tomorrow, and then we're gonna traverse. Father, or uh, I almost said Father Jacob. Jacob <laughs> is uh, taking the smarter route. He's gonna actually enjoy the morning hike, hitchhike into town. He'll be having a beer and a big burger while we're slogging across Snow Mesa, which is this eight mile. We're above tree line for 18 miles straight tomorrow. That's why we're starting so early. Dude, I'm because I'm so scared of the sun. <laughs> are, you are, any you, advice are you more this? afraid of the sun than lightning? Yes. Really? Sunburn? Like extent, like prolonged? These yes, mili- I am. Sun poisoning. These military guys, maybe you should try this. Uh, so the three through hikers I'm with, um, one guy's a seminary named Cody bliss and he did Arctic warfare training in Alaska would hunt. He would hunt black bears. That's so weird. And when he would kill a black bear, he would have like, he would start his watch because the grizzlies would smell the blood and oh, start coming. No. So he had to like harvest this everything right there. So he's fun. that. And then the other nut job over there <laughs> is Casey van Pelt, who is a ranger regiment. Okay. Served in Afghanistan. Wow. He's an absolute mensch. And then Luke Metzer was a college football player. So I am definitely the soft, the lame one. So, Hey, dude, you're all rocking was 23 I, days in. You guys are As far fine. as I can see, these They're guys really are like funny. trying to put up with us stragglers. They are so <laughs> great. Uh, we've had an amazing time. Do you think on the, um, on the note of beauty of this place, do you think God had you in mind knew you were going to do this when he made this playground oh that's a great i like to think that that's beautiful i or mean is that too well, i mean egocentric god god knowing everything yes <laughs> well yeah did he create did he create this for father fine. john he created it just for me and not for sort of. did he smile when he saw that future yeah oh here's the th- what i was going to say about the sun so these military guys <laughs> cody and casey they never say the word sun because oh. if you say it, it's bad luck. They never they they really? say they say Bob, thing? Bob. <laughs> yeah, is it a military thing or is it just their military thing? thing. Really? And they don't say rain either. What do you say? I don't know. Bob and Sarah. Bob is bright. Bob. Bob is the water is coming. Big orange ball. Big orange ball. That's <laughs> what it is. Bob. You, they yeah, can talk. They'll talk. Right, they'll Bob. talk about Big Bob, but ball. they will not say the word sun for whatever reason because it's leaving. Dude, we need to start some of this stuff as priests. Man. This place is so beautiful, I can't even describe it. The sun is set. It's about 7.30. Wait, can I tell a story about another pilgrimage? Yes. Look at the Oregon Mountain, though. So, Look at that thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, go ahead. The sun, you could sit in the same spot and watch the sun play tricks on different mountains for hours. It is fantastic. Okay, tell us the story. So, uh, Jake saw a big wolf spider yeah. emerge during Mass to try to thwart our worship of the yes. one true God. And uh, 
it reminded me that I was on a pilgrimage of Camino de Santiago de Compostela with Father Dave Nix and crew. You have to say it like Camino. Camino. <laughs> I'm on the Camino de Santiago. Buen Camino. Okay. So then uh, I was reading the letter of St. James in the morning and I read, uh, the tongue is a wildfire and it'll destroy all these things. And I was like, yeah, man, I'm terrible with the tongue. I just throw my tongue around, say any stupid thing. So then I'm like halfway through the day and I come walking up on one of these students who was on the Camino and she was feeling miserable. Oh no, my feet, my head. And so I said, hey, I'm going to start calling you Mona. <laughs> and she says, no, that's not funny, Father Mike. I don't like that. Please leave. Get out of here. And I was like, oh, there I go again. So I'm kicking myself and thinking I learned my lesson Mona. when a something flew into my mouth <laughs> my gaping mouth it stung my back of my mouth and the top of my mouth or like my back of my tongue to the top of my mouth before i spit it out michelle saw this too it was like this big waspy spiderish oh, and it God. flew off and i couldn't talk the rest of the day <laughs> it was saint james it was himself in the stopping the tongue from being i did is, it that's a great story and i still haven't learned my lesson <laughs> Isn't that uh, crazy? I think there's stuff like that is real. That was crazy. Seems spiritual, for sure. You know one thing you'd like about... So this is called a through-hike when you do it all at one in one kick. And the three big through-hikes are the Appalachian Trail, which is the first, and then the Pacific Crest Trail on the west side, which Cody has done, and then the uh, Continental Divide Trail, which we're actually on right now, but that runs from Montana down to New Mexico. That's like 3,000 miles. It's crazy. This is one month. This is one month, yep. Every day, and they're camping outside. Don't Every think day. this is easy. But what you'd like about this is these people, these through hikers, which are a lot of, there's a lot of strange folk, uh, they all have trail names. Hey, yeah, I like that. Yeah, I do, do you, you like one? that. I do not have one. The only guy who has one is Ascot. Well, I tried giving, I, I tried giving Cody the name Lungfish. Lungfish. Because <laughs> I seen him going walking upstream. Yeah. He's a fly fisherman. Right. It didn't stick. No, Lungfish. <laughs> It Our, did not these guys actually hate trail names, so I don't think we're going to have any. So I'll try tomorrow. Yeah. I need something to do while I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Can you be gonna, mummified while you're walking? Tomorrow's going to be a bit of a barn burner, I'm not going to lie. But jerky. my mom is going to be waiting at the trailhead with uh, uh, cookie bars Come on, Mary. and Coors Banquet. You know what? The kids dropped a challenge today. There's some kids from uh, Wisconsin, some college kids. Newberger kids. Toby listens. Shout out. Uh, they said that MH is a stronger hiker than I am. Oh, so I'm she coming after too. you, MH. <laughs> MH. They've been talking about M. Father Mike was talking about MH for like 20 minutes, and then somebody finally said, "Do you know her?" And he's like, "No, no." So, no, but I've heard of her, and she is an amazing woman. Who you would love. She's a character. So, have you met any interesting? Well, you met a guy who gave you a shark tooth. I'm wearing a shark tooth necklace right now. <laughs> the Mike, first thing he said to me two days ago, what the hell are you doing? When you have lost your you mind. You are losing your mind. No, we get weirder and weirder. Tomorrow we're going to have our American flag, very, very short pants on. Oh, Probably yeah. some war paint. This is kind of, uh, things get crazy. Yeah, you lose your head, but you yeah. emerge again. Yeah. You'll be back. And Hawaiian shirts too, which I've never, <laughs> never owned. I, not a good look for me. Hawaiian shirts? A Hawaiian shirt and like really short American flag shorts. Like, yeah, we're actually known as the Great Whites on this trip. That's our, uh, that's our crew because of the. Uh, I can't do it either. Oh man, it's it's a disgrace. But 
they're short shorts it. are in, and I don't really. You gotta kind of, you gotta rally. It's like a weird vein men's thing. It's an <laughs> upper leg. It's actually funny. Every time we wear, we wear them on our last day of a section. And every group was like, oh, God, you guys look horrible. Except for the high schoolers who were just like, oh, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, that's, yeah. It's, just, that's, it's in. That's in. These high schoolers are funny. They, these Gen Z kids, they speak a different language. It's like. You got any of the phrases? Yeah, dude. You're, you're so mod. Oh, yeah. Mediocre. Okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm you not. Yeah, you're totally mod. Mod? Mod. Okay. That's Sam Bixman. Uh, so, anyways, well, do we have a topic? <laughs> Well, I, I've got a question. You okay. always wanted to do the Colorado Trail. Right. This is dream come true. Yeah. You've been planning it forever. Yeah. Um, why else were you doing that this year? What, what were your intentions? And then all plans fall apart. Plans don't go to, you know, intentions change. Yeah. So why did you come in and what is what is kind of altered and what have you learned? Yeah. Thank you. I, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to do this in one go. Um and then I think the real kicker was Cody having done the Pacific Crest Trail and being a seminarian and a friend uh, about a year ago. It was the seminary camping trip. We were up on California Peak, and he was like, what do you think? And I was like, dude, that sounds – let's let's look at some dates. And didn't have any weddings in July, and it was about a year ago. It's crazy. Cody came right off the 30-day silent He trail. came right off the 30-day, and then he's right on Doing a 30 a month of, I know. on the trail. Well, he walked that Pacific Coast all Five along. months, yeah. Yeah. So um, – yeah, so it the just kind of stars aligned. I always thought it would be on a sabbatical or something, but um, everybody thinks that Mike and I were on a sabbatical in Rome, so that's probably not going to happen for <laughs> Man, ten years. We get, we get so much crap <laughs> about that. Peeve. It's like, yeah, we were just sipping limoncello in the piazza for four years. Sabbatical in the library. Yeah, so that's I was like, this is probably the best chance. And then, um, yeah, it just, just worked out to do it. And these other two guys I knew would be good. And, uh, it's been, it's been great. We're also doing it. Uh, well, there's two other reasons. Number one is, uh, we just want to get men together on the trail doing hard stuff. We've had a lot of young guys. We've talked about vocations, uh, during the masses, especially with the bigger, uh, high school and college groups and just trying to, you know, just kind of encourage guys to really discern, uh, consecrated life. And to really think about religious life, priesthood, especially for Denver, um, and just to share in our life and to be with a lot of priests in a really different setting. So that's been a really great part of it. We've loved having these groups. I think it's kept us from killing each other, frankly, because it keeps it interesting every four days or so. Different crew comes on. um, And it gives us kind of a purpose to help guys, especially, you know, some of the younger guys with getting through it and giving them a real experience of doing something hard. and just how rewarding that can be. So that's been a big part of it. And then... Yeah, rewarding indeed. It's like... I I was looking forward to this. And it's hard, but it's one of those things that kind of shakes me and wakes me and reminds me that the Christian life can be hard if you take it seriously. And I don't want to be mod. Don't be mod, bro. <laughs> don't be mod. Don't be mod. That might be the name Sometimes of this podcast. Little, don't be mod. Don't be mod. One, one foot in front of the other. Don't be mod. One foot in the other. Yeah, now, the guy... I got a question. Jake I, asked you his interview question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I got a question. Far away. Do you ever pray with the Holy Spirit? Me? You have, you have clouds, you have wind, you have water, you have fire. These are all images of the Holy Spirit. And I hear Father John talk about Jesus, 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 <laughs> Jesus everywhere. Incarnation, incarnation, which I love. That's right? true, that's true. But I'm wondering, do you ever pray with the Holy Spirit? This is an opportunity. Thank you. I, that's, that's, a, that's a solid uh, challenge. I, I need to be more in tune with the Holy Spirit. I think that that is... Uh, the, I am focusing on the incarnation 
because I'm working on this book. I've always wanted to write this book. And so every day's homily is uh, a kind of a, a they're going to be letters from the Colorado Trail on humanity, creation, and God. The book is called To Heights and Unto Depths. We'll see if it ever gets published. I might get back. I'm recording all these and then I'm going to turn them into letters, letters from the trail. Sam L. Clemens Press, <laughs> 2025. That's Father Mike's uh, um, publishing, house. publishing name and publishing house. So I might get back and, li- and listen to them and be like, these are just terrible and scrap it. But um, so, but I, my thing is we've lost touch. I'm just interested in like, why do we do this? Why do we come up here? Why? I mean, life could be so much easier in the city, but something in us says, man, this is just really, this is really right. There's something really good about this and being together. Um, but what I'm also interested in is a lot of people do this and they don't encounter God. Maybe it's to the Holy Spirit point. But something has changed in the worldview uh, in, in our postmodern time where people are they're losing touch. People don't talk about creation anymore. They talk about nature. And there's reasons for that. I won't go into it. Um, and I think my thought is humanity, creation, and God, these mm. are the three themes. Um, and they all tie together in the incarnation, which is the key for us as Christians. That's everything. And the spirit of Christ, which is communicates the incarnation, the, the, the body of Christ in the church. And, uh, so I think if you lose the incarnation, you're going to lose humanity. And we see that happen in our culture. If you lose the incarnation, you're going to lose creation. Because that's the key, God himself coming into creation. And, what do you and mean when you say incarnation? I, I know, just the simplest. The fact, the, the, the fact of the word that God became man. The second person of the Trinity became man and dwelt among us. Uh, and we sometimes think of God as part of creation. Like even when we talk about God, it's very abstract. It's just kind of like an idea. He's like Bob, you know, just kind of up right. there, you know. And um, But to kind of recover a deep sense of God as father and and he's ever creative. Like his act is the eternal generation of the sun. And so, um, yeah, just kind of talking about that. And then the, the, the book is all every day on the trail, a different kind of theme that helps to unpack a bit, um, an aspect of that. And how do we just kind of rebuild a Christian worldview so that, uh, people can be challenged by that when they come out here and say, well, that makes sense. And kind of maybe give it another look. And also as Christians that we can really just dive deeply and, and be realize just how incredibly blessed we are to to know the incarnate God and um, and then to kind of make sense of our own humanity in this creation uh, in light of it and in union with him. So that's the, that's the project. Stay tuned. It's super cool. <laughs> Hopefully it's not mod. Thank you for doing it. It's going to be a gift to the church. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. To our people. Um, it makes me think of – I had a conversation with a guy – not long ago it was very intense um he stopped me as i was going into church and he's from from off the street and he had gone through terrible life circumstance like he had done something very very bad um within the last few days and he was telling me like i just don't know what to do with life this is um this is a real this is a turning point or this is an end i just don't know and so i was and he and he said i think you know i think the the god thing could help me right now and and then as I'm telling him, like, okay, yeah, you, there is hope in Christ. Jesus can help you, and you can have a whole different life. And uh, he starts teaching me about God and about how God is um, not it, – God is a big energy that unites us all and makes us feel good. Bob. Bob, yeah. yeah. It was Bob. 
And he was really convinced of this. And uh, he's been studying the, the yogis or whatever his Buddhist thing is. And um, that, I don't want to insult sophistications of, of long, long-standing religions or anything. But I felt very convicted and I told him with a lot of um, yeah, fervor, if there is no personal God, if you can't meet God and talk to God, you have no hope for change. Hmm. This is it for you. That's the, that's, that's the choice. That's the question for you right now is, is God personal? And can you actually relate to God as a person? And if you can't, then good luck. You know, nothing's going to change. You've already hmm. been feeling the vibe or whatever. Mm-hmm. I find that because like you, you come out here and everything's beautiful. But you're, you're seeing, I mean, we're looking out over a, a forest that's been decimated by beetle kill. And so there's beauty here, but there's also death. Um, and Father, you were preaching about kind of the sacramental worldview. Father Mike and I podcasted on kind of the Catholic imagination. Mm. Um, being able to see God present as personal rather than distant. And I think most people come out and it's like, wow, universe is powerful. Or if there is a God, you know, he's powerful and he's so distant. He did this for us. And you guys, yeah. And well, I just when I'm when I'm hiking, when I'm halfway through today and the blisters are popping up and I'm suffering, I had to go into the pain cave and invite Jesus along, knowing that He did more. Mm. And that's what got me through the 15 and a half today. Was saying, I'm going to suffer this, and hopefully it bears fruit because I'm I'm offering it up. I willingly chose it. Um, it's for you know it's for vocations. It's for everything else. Uh, but it's also, I mean, in a certain sense, like purgative for me and it's not easy hiking out here i've done some big days in my past i've never done this many back to back i mean i did two back to back and i'm wrecked um you guys are gonna go hike through purgatory tomorrow right what's that called purgatory ridge or something yeah 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 that's coming up (laughs) yeah we're literally going through purgatory (laughs) so i mean there's there's even a, a salvific element of coming out here and and suffering it but united personally yeah, the energy thing is interesting because uh, what do you get from energy? Just good vibes, right? Good like, vibes. It's just good vibes. I feel connected. But but you're not made for good vibes. You're made for the communion of love. And that's why that's why suffering is intelligible. And I've prayed more rosaries uh, on this thing just, just in the hours and hours that we're just walking on the trail and just trying to do the best I can to not you know, think about myself all the time and just to meditate on the life of Christ. Everything's very simple out here, but yeah, if it's not, if it's not personal, uh, and if God, if God is not personal, then, then persons, then there's no personhood, right? And then this just becomes energy and we're part of the energy and it's just all kind of just flowing, but that, that doesn't really satisfy the desires of the human heart. It doesn't explain the human question and, uh, yeah, it's ultimately unfulfilling. So, Thank God that we have faith. I just, uh, last Saturday, it's 21 years since my conversion to Christ. And I know you guys have, you guys, I feel like had it way, way more together than I did, uh, younger than that. So it might not be as definitive, but we all came to this trail and on the feast of Our Lady Mount Carmel, which was on Saturday, which was the anniversary, the opening prayer is praying to Our Lady and asking for her guidance as we ascend the mountain, which is Christ. And I love that because our kind of, we live in a world that's synchronistic. Syncretism means all religions are kind of the same. It's different paths up the same mountaintop. And, and it's like, no, Christianity is not a path up the mountaintop. Christ is the mountain. And that really changes everything uh, for us. And yeah. we look at mountains different. 
I just, just today. Yeah. I mean, we were about halfway through, and I was really feeling it. Like we had a, about an hour to the next stop, so I just put my head down. And it was right when we were coming around the kind of the curve of the valley. We've been hiking up the same valley all day, and we're just coming around the curve. And I had my head down for like forty minutes, just trying to keep up with Father John in front of me. And I'm just going, 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 going. Forty minutes into the hour, I finally look up, and we're around, and I see the saddle. I see the ridge, I see the green, uh, and it's like, wow, that came a lot quicker than I thought. Yeah. Um, and I was head down, just persevering. <laughs> I mean, for, for today, it was, I'm not dead yet, keep persevering. Uh, it was kind of my mantra. And it, I think there's an analogy there, too, in life. Um, when it is hard, when the Christian life is hard, you're still ascending that mountain. And eventually, you'll look up, and it'll be like, oh, yeah. there's, there's Christ's face. Yeah. <laughs> Smiling down. Seek up. <clears throat> From, seek up from your old song yeah seek up that was a fun one yeah i think of um i i like to to promote this message from the psalm you are beautifully and wonderfully made fearfully and wonderfully made and uh you can tell people that all the time i can be told that all the time but being out in a, a fearful and wonderful place um actually just speaks that to me and i get that kind of refreshment in god that I'm reminded that I'm, I'm so small. Yeah, I mean, I'm reminded of that, but that I'm so terribly important to this God who created me and who created all of this amazing thing that is billions of years of history and um, absolute perfection in every little tiny liking. I feel like a lot of my life is, I'm just in my head, you know? And uh, these things are so petty and so small and thought is not always redemptive you're sometimes you're just overthinking and overthinking and in the cities everything's moving so fast and then you come out here and the magnitude of everything is so much greater than you that it just kind of dwarfs all of the kind of stupid little things that i obsess over and um yeah i'm just i'm grateful for the the silence and the simplicity of these days and i'm also grateful to share it with you guys and you have a lot to be proud of the last two days were sort of monster Thanks, days that, those are huge days and we covered a lot of terrain but yeah you keep keep your head down the conquest of self which saint ignatius starts his spiritual exercises with um this is kind of like a spiritual exercise i feel like you know um that we're doing something in order to uh be able to deny ourselves and pick up our cross and follow christ so it really does translate spiritually when we do hard things physically especially together as brothers and there's just it's it's the best. So great. Well, on that note, we gotta let Father John get to sleep. We gotta go to bed. And Father Mike, too. You guys have I early you mornings. Were play cribbage. No, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Max, uh, he's been waiting a year. These guys are gonna verso l'alto. They're gonna go up to the top of Mount San, San Luis. Luis. Not San Luis tomorrow morning. And here we are. Yeah. We're gonna hike on. So God bless you, everybody. Thanks yeah. for listening. Now, if you're listening to this, I made it home safely, and Father John is probably on his last segment. I think that's when we've got it scheduled. So. That's right. Yeah, I look forward to being back with these guys for getting back in the groove in August. All right. Peace. Here we go. God bless you, God everybody. God bless you, everybody. Take care.